Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody just real quick before the show started uh this is steve and i just wanted to let you know for all the latest information on our podcast Hit us up on Twitter at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict, uh, basically... Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies With a one last plot holes a gratuitous It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen chapter in the incredible ape saga. There it is, our wars. This is the hell my forefathers used to speak about. This background radiation alone will give us 300 rentgens an hour. The battlefield, a dead city 12 years after the ultimate bomb has been dropped. The prize, the right to inherit what's left of the earth. The contestants, Ape against man. The most unbelievable showdown ever filmed. As the mutants, strange, transformed men who live underground like moles, battle the apes to decide who will be master and who will be slain. They're getting away. Kill them. Yeah. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight! Oh, tonight. Oh, it is 1973's Battle for the Planet of the Apes. Uh, but first... Oh, Steve. I'm a little parched. What you got to drink, babe? We have, from Woods Brewing Company, th- a beer that is not the name of an ape, but 100% should be, Fernando. <gasps> Fernando, voiced by Ricardo Montalban. Right? <laughs> oh, Ricardo Montalban, reborn as an ape. Oh, it'd be so good. <laughs> all uh, right. <laughs> all right, anyway. Uh, 6.6% alcohol by volume. It is an herbal ale. Inspired by a Fernet and Cola cocktail. The Bay and Buenos Aires, two port towns lapped by bitter waves, joined by one cult classic, Fernet and Cola. Sharp and sweet, secret herbs that both burn and balm, pleasure and pain, perfection. Steve, I'm not gonna lie, I'm already judging this beer. Wow, that, I haven't that, even that is one this. pretentious can of beer you got this there. This is buddy. a pretentious fucking can of beer. Here, why don't you pour about half of that in here if you want judge, to judge, judge, judge. <laughs> Judging you. Oh, shit! Over here. <laughs> we got a bottle yeah. bomb, folks. <laughs> Almost. I haven't even finished opening here, it yet. Here, do you wanna. Steve, I'm judging this beer even more harshly. And pour? Alright, I think you get more. Hey, look at that foam. It smells I like have, foam? I have a pint mug full of foam, but uh, it'll dissipate here in a bit. <laughs> you have a pint of foam and about a half an inch of beer. It smells like mint and stout. I don't know. It smells weird. You want to smell it out of the can? Uh, sure. I'm being too harsh on this beer already. I need to like try this beer. Steve's gone in for the taste. He's braver than I. I do think it's ting- making my hands tingle where the foam hit it, though. Um, okay, I don't know about that, but... Yeah. What do you think about this beer, Steve? It's definitely herbal. <laughs> it's like uh, star anus and shit, or anise or whatever and stuff. Like, it's like really herbally. You know what it tastes like? What? It tastes like what non-champa like incense smelled like the fuck are you talking about non-champa is the incense that stoners burn to cover the smell of weed okay that incense smell that like every head shop smells like so what you're saying is non-champa is not a character from the star wars universe and possibly from tatooine (laughs) i'm not saying it's not i'm simply (laughs) saying it is also an incense (laughs) no tell me this doesn't taste like a tobacco shop or like uh, a head shop. I've never licked a tobacco shop. But like what they smell like. It smells like smells like an ashtray, like leather. Yeah, yeah, I, I can definitely. See it. <laughs> yeah, this is not the greatest beer I've ever had in my life by any means. I've um, never had a Fernet and Cola though, so does it taste like Fernet? Fernet's basically like if you can uh, picture bitter Jägermeister, like it's licorice, but it's also like bitter like herbal bitter okay i just noticed the graphic on the front in front of the world look there's a little quail carrying a cola bottle (laughs) yeah i think that's to bring in the california is the little the absent quail yeah yeah yeah. um yeah interesting yeah 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 yeah. i can definitely the tobacco notes and stuff yeah that that makes sense but yeah it's just very 
for herbally those, and earthy. For those of you out there who know what non-champa smells like, this tastes the way non-champa smells. Still think you're making that word up. I know right. it's a thing. So the battle for the planet of the apes, <laughs> directed by J. Lee Thompson. Who's he, Steve? Uh, he was the director of Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Uh, so he did, he's the one that did like Guns of Navarone, Cape Fear. Uh, White Buffalo, Murphy's Law, which is not a RoboCop sequel. And that is Death, a shame. And Death Wish for the Crackdown. Yeah, so what you're saying is he only makes pure gold. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. Uh, also starring Roddy McDowell. Yeah! By and, the way, I'm not going to lie. After watching all these movies, re-watching all these movies, I'd seen them a very long time ago, but I'd mostly forgotten. I'm a whole new Roddy McDowell fan. Like, Jesus Christ, he's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he he did pretty good in this movie yeah, as as Caesar and briefly I guess as Cornelius in the flashback scenes or whatever. Uh, there's also Claude Akins as General Aldo. Yeah. Uh, Natalie Trendy as Lisa, his wife, uh, Caesar's wife, and of course a great day or two of shooting by John Huston as the Lawgiver. Yeah. John Houston. Every time I think of John Houston, I think of our Sven Olthorsen interview where he does his John Houston interview or er, uh, impression. Oh, where could they find that interview at, Steve? Oh, well, if you go to eilfm.podbean.com, <laughs> and I think it was uh, September of 2017. 2017 or 2016? 17. Yeah, because it was just like a year and a half ago. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you'll have an interview in there and he'll, uh, Tell you why Monte Cristo number twos are the best cigars in the world. If Steve were to smoke, that's what he would smoke. Uh, totally. Feel free to mail some to everything I learned from movies. <laughs> that's eilfm. dot com at one two three Fake Street, any town USA nine zero nine zero nine zero nine zero nine zero nine zero. All right, so we start in North America, twenty six seventy eighty. Where uh, the lawgiver, played by John Huston, yeah, is uh, he's basically giving exposition to the camera. He's preaching. He is telling the fourth wall what's up. Um, and then we basically get uh, the finale of Escape from the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, we do. So we get we get to see some dead apes, and then also kind of a brief summary of the conquest of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, basically a, a previously on portion of the movie. If you, would, if you know, if it were a TV show. Yeah. And basically, after Conquest of the Planet of the Apes, there was a big war between apes and humans, and then they uh, they did a truce where basically the apes lived in the forest and the humans uh, stuck to the cities, although they had nuclear bombed them, so there was radiation and stuff everywhere, so it was like, if there were any humans around, uh, they wouldn't be in the cities, kind of a thing. Yeah. And then we go to an ape, the ape village, where Caesar is living. Um, and it basically looks a lot like uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Like yeah, it does. Everybody's living in like tree houses, and uh, there's like little cages around. Everybody's just like, oh, yes, we're in the forest, blah, blah, blah. And then we see MacDonald. Yeah! And so this time we're in now. Wait, isn't this like 700 years after the last movie? <laughs> if we go by the original timeline, but we're forgetting Zero and Cornelius went back in time, so they've already changed the no, no, what it was is the 2670, where we get John Houston, that's 700 years in the future, but they didn't have a thing saying, oh, meanwhile, this was like 12 years after Conquest of the Planet of the Apes, where we're back <laughs> yeah. in the same village. Uh, so that's like 2003, is that 12 years after? 
Well, yeah, it was like 91. It was 91, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's supposed to be like 2003 where they're living in the same village. And then you get uh, General Aldo. We're introduced to him. Yeah! And oh, no. as you mentioned in the past episodes, Aldo is the a first credited with saying no. Yes, and in the like original timeline. The upri- in the original timeline, yeah, leading to the uprising and mm-hmm. apes taking over the world and blah, blah, blah. But we're introduced to uh, a little class of apes led by mm-hmm. a teacher that... I swear it would be played by Liam Neeson today, because it totally looked like Liam Neeson's. Liam Neeson's! Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're also introduced to uh, Caesar's son named Cornelius. Not to be confused with Caesar's father, Cornelius, because he's a child in this one. But yeah, basically giving lessons, uh, like, you know, writing down, uh, you know, writing down letters. And General Aldo's there, and he kind of half-asses it, and the teacher calls him out on it. And then uh, Aldo does something like, like he like throws something down or like starts causing a fuss or whatever. And then teacher Liam Neeson drops the N word no! a couple of times. You can't say the N word in front of the You cannot say this N word in front of the apes. It is against the law. Only ape may say the N word. That's right. And so then General Aldo gives him the look like, I'm going to fucking kill you. So and Steve, Liam Neeson starts, just runs off and like, I'll talk to Caesar. So Steve, because we're not allowed to say the N word being humans. Shall we play the clip for our listeners at home right here? You know what? I, I think our listeners are adult enough to hear the N-word. All right, here we go. No, Aldo, no! Teacher! Teacher! I've spoken the unspeakable. In all our years of slavery to mankind, the word no was the one word we were electrically conditioned to fear. Caesar has forbidden you its utterance in perpetuity. An ape may say no to a human, but a human may never again say no to an ape. God, that was hard to listen to. Oh my god. Oh. I am so uncomfortable. Oh, 1973. What the fuck, guys? Oh, shit. I oh, mean, what? between this and Blazing Saddles, where were what we? What the hell was going on in those days? <laughs> oh my god. Whew. All right, all, all right, right, we can move past this. So the word no is forbidden because... <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, the N-word is forbidden. Steve, that is our word. <laughs> is... My apologies, my apologies. Um, cannot say the N-word. Uh, <laughs> but luckily, Liam Neeson's is able to outrun a horde of apes chasing after him to kill his Gorillas, ass. remember, it's the gorillas, gorillas that are upset. Gorillas, that's The right. chimps understand. The, the military people, the gorillas. Remember, the yeah. chimps will not harm Abe. Ape will not harm Abe, his first name. That's true. That's true. That's right. That is the teacher's <laughs> yeah. first name. That's right. Uh, that part was hard. Right. <laughs> or were you hard for that part? No, no. That part was like, ugh. All right. No, it, was, it was already showing that the chimps had were sh- the chimps had the ability for compassion, where apparently the apes did not. Yeah. yeah we're they, setting up the future world. So, yeah. So, after the gorillas hear the N-word and just tear the classroom apart throwing chairs mm-hmm. everywhere and they re- you know uh, abe runs to go talk to caesar and be like oh what the fuck's going on save me save me these guys are me apart it. I, I, I just did it because it they shouldn't be doing out. that they were tearing the classroom apart and being assholes um but caesar's like chill although you know he, he he made a mistake and you know he'll he's really sorry about but he it he broke the law I am the law. Yeah, you are, Cornelius. I mean... Caesar. Caesar. Yeah, you are, Caesar. Yeah. Own that fucking law. 
Yeah, and ba- so basically Caesar's like the ruler of this little village, and yeah. he basically says, hey, look, fix the classroom like it was before, rebuild it, and, you know, if he does it again, we'll, we'll be disaster. whatever. I don't know. By the way, he's gotten quite old and wise for being 30, right? <laughs> yeah, that's he's right. He's younger he than me point. right now, and he's already like the fucking leader of a village. What am I doing with my life? How different would my life be if I was a chimp, Steve? That's true, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. There was the part where they the gorillas come back and they're on horseback and they almost run Caesar over or something uh-huh. like that. And uh, yeah, they're they're basically just setting up this whole thing where it's like Aldo's, there's unrest in the camp. Yeah, yeah. Aldo Divided wants to be the leader. Fall. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a division. And then we're introduced to uh, McDonald again. Mm-hmm. Um, but sweetie, <gasps> it's not the same McDonald from twelve years earlier in Conquest. It's his brother. His brother. With the exact same haircut. Exact same haircut. I thought it was the same actor. I was like, oh, I did too. a little I thought, light skin. I thought they just aged, like, aged him up or something. Yeah, yeah. Put a little, little gray in the hair and mm-hmm. a little lighter and stuff. No, it's a different actor too. All right. Yeah, but yeah, I was like, oh. Steve, oh, that's racist. Well. <laughs> no, they, they, <laughs> they cast them very similar. I would have trouble if they were both in the same scene. Yeah. So brother McDonald, uh, apparently one of the things of um, of this new village is the apes are obviously the rulers and the humans are almost, essentially the humans are slaves. And not only that, they're also vegetarian slaves, which is they worse are. than than slaves. Steve, they're going to enslave uh, you and you can't eat meat. Ugh. Kill me now! Revolt! Revolt! <laughs> yeah, it basically, there's a line where it says, like, chew nuts like our master's command or something like that. I'm like... Ooh, freezing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, basically the, uh, there's this idea that uh, McDonald has where, you know, it, it basically says something like, you know, your parents saw, saw a world where apes and humans live together in harmony, blah, blah, blah. How can I tell that? I can only know what people have told me. They were di- they died before I could meet them and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, what if you could hear it in their own voices? Because there's, there's tapes in this uh, archives Witchcraft! Yeah. Witchcraft! Yeah, right. What if we held a seance and uh, talked to your dead parents? Right. Uh, but, but yeah, basically there's like the tapes in the archive rooms in the old city, uh, L.A., I guess. And so Caesar's like, oh yeah, sounds like a good idea. We'll go into town. We'll go in this archives room. No one should be there. We'll just check it out. Check out these tapes. Bada-boom, bada-bing. Yeah. Nobody lives in the underground city because they've all been nuked out. Yeah. So he says goodbye to his wife and his son. And basically, like, have fun. I'm just gonna, you know, step out for an hour or two. Should be back shortly. Don't worry. Virgil, the orangutan, who's super smart and knows everything, he's gonna be coming with Virgil us. Virgil knows everything. Virgil yeah. is the know-it-all. Yeah, so it's basically Caesar, Virgil, and McDonald. Uh, they're going into town. They got, like, a Geiger counter and a couple guns, just in case shit goes wrong. Um, we also find out that Cornelius has a pet squirrel. It's true. Little young Cornelius has a little squirrel. I'll try. They go to the armory and they talk to... I forget the name of the armory guy who's there. Uh, Cogsworth or something. It, it was some super weird name. Um, but yeah, they, they basically tell him like, Oh yeah, yeah, you know, we're taking a pistol for, you know, in case we see rabbits and McDonald wants to eat one since, one of the, you know, he can't eat them in the camp or whatever because yeah. of the rules. And it's like... All right, this is weird. Uh, so they go to the Forbidden City, uh, which are the ruins of L.A. after the Great Atomic War. And they basically go down. When they started going down, like, the little subway stairs or whatever. 
Mm-hmm. I, that's where I was like, wait, is this like it, New York where the Queensboro thing is from beneath the planet? It Apes? totally looked like the same setup. Yeah, yeah, exact same setup. Uh, but but I guess it's L.A. subway. Is there an L.A. subway? So there was supposed to be. At the time of this filming, there was a lot of talks and a lot of funds dedicated towards an L.A. subway oh. that should have been built by like 1980. Oh. So this was an anticipation of an L.A. subway that was taxed, was paid for by the people. Mm-hmm was planned out and was never executed. In fact, uh, George Takei was on one of the boards to try and make it happen. And he was asked to step down due to his sexual preferences. Fun facts. Super fun facts. Because fun, fun facts. (laughs) So no, there is no LA subway. Uh, I didn't think so. Okay. What? California fucked away a bunch of money so it was supposed to go to public transit? That doesn't sound like the state I was born and raised in. Or maybe it does. All right, so Caesar, Virgil, and McDonald go down into the subway. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, if we go down this way uh, about half a mile, it'll take us right no, under hold on. Central Sorry, City. Hold on. Yeah. Oh. Thank you. Amazon delivery. By the way, whenever we need, like, a prison door close. Right. <laughs> Steve, you're going to jail. Uh, are you my cellmate? My name's Mr. Pickles, and you sure got a pretty mouth. Why do they call you Mr. Pickles? <laughs> you find out. So yeah, if they follow it for a half mile or whatever, they'll get to under Central City where the archives are. Yeah. Um, they, they have to go to uh, eight management or beneath eight management. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but along the way, they trip a security alarm. <gasps> what? We... These cameras haven't been used for years. Don't worry about them. Yeah. So so then we find out there's humans living underground, but they're... Are they humans still? Yeah, they're a little mutated, I guess, because of the radiation and living down there and stuff. Yeah, they're the beginning of the mutants. You don't see kids down there, do you? No, no, you don't. Yeah. But we know there are ki- going to eventually be kids, because we know what the future holds for well, the Well, and that's the thing, like... I guess when they were walking around through the bed area later, like there were a couple. They never really showed shots of like their civilization. They mostly just showed the military guys. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay, so they get to the archives. Um, you know, meanwhile the humans are like, wait, get get people with guns ready, blah blah blah, go after them, blah blah. But uh, the three uh, Caesar, Virgil, and McDonald get into the archives and they start playing the the tapes. Hmm. But it's, like, still frames with voiceover. Yeah, they're damaged. Question mark? Uh, yeah, or they just didn't get the right or the other one. I was going to say, wasn't that the one that was the producers, the father fired the son? No, that was the, oh, second, the second one. The second one, right? Yeah. yeah I'm the sure there one. was some sort of rights, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's... Yeah. Or are you just, like, they were adding more dialogue than was actually in the the movie or something. I mean, but... I thought it sounded like exactly like what was in the movie, but maybe it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. And then Virgil says something like, time is an infinite motor lane, and you know, that might have been <laughs> yeah. like their reality that they were in, but now we can choose a different reality because we know about the future and we can change things and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, um, and basically um, 
Caesar realizes that the apes and the humans have to learn to live together or the earth is going to be destroyed by the apes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then they also notice one of the security, mem- security cameras are moving. <gasps> no, what? This and place so, has been abandoned for years. And so then Virgil takes his shotgun and blasts the fuck out of it. Yeah, he does. Um, and then the leader of the humans, uh, Governor... British McBritty face. Yeah, Governor <laughs> McBrit. Uh, he basically says, kill them! Kill them all! And so there's like dozens of humans running the after way, him with the guns. way, the way he delivers exposition is the greatest. Hmm, the black man is the brother of my yeah. late predecessor. Yeah. How do you know your boss's assistant's brother? Because they look exactly the same, babe. <laughs> I mean... No, just, no, no, no. Steve, do you know your boss's assistant's brother? No. <laughs> do you know your boss's assistant? I don't know my boss's anything. Do you know your boss? Who is your actual boss? Uh, Benny. <laughs> Be- Benny from the Mummy. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Colin! I don't. <laughs> oh, that's so good! I want him yeah. to be the manager of your your place of work. <laughs> Steve, I need you to take care of all of this so that I can get the wood. Uh, You're just going to have to What is it we do convince. again, Benny? And, you know, business stuff. They're at the business factory. <laughs> Everything looks in order, business-wise. <laughs> uh, so, so the, I take it back. I want your boss to be Vincent Adult Man. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be two or three kids stacked in a trench coat with a broom hand. Yes. All right. Me too. <laughs> here, just sign this check here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but uh, so, so the humans are chasing after Caesar, Virgil, and McDonald. Yeah. And I ran down. What are they shooting at? Because it's like all these like narrow passage, uh, like narrow tunnels and stuff. And it's just they're like running past them, and they're like shooting down from the like stairs and stuff down at them but not hitting anything not really getting close so so this is addressed like two scenes after this after (gasps) they escape gasp the uh the current governor wants to know how come they escaped you had them trapped right there and the general is like many of my men are very sick so they're really having Uh, severe effects of the radiation poisoning that's why they're all just laying around in that one tunnel that makes sense Uh, yeah yeah yeah. okay also I'll, i'll allow it also, this is the precursor for stormtrooper training. So, <laughs> <laughs> this is stormtroopers without practice. But no, sweet, that all took place in a galaxy far, far away a long, long time ago. Or did it? <gasps> Battle for the planet of the Jedi. <laughs> the the apes are going to then revolve into Jedi. Uh, wait, did you hear that? I think it was Stork's eyes rolling completely <laughs> out of his head. That's weird. I hope none of our podcast <laughs> listeners strain their eyeballs. <laughs> ah, I hyperextended my eyeballs rolling them so hard. Uh, but luckily, uh, the three of them are saved by fire hose. Yeah. As, uh, <laughs> fire hose and blast them in the face yeah. before they can line up and kill Caesar them, I guess. fire hoses everybody because he doesn't want to kill anyone. Yeah, well. Because yeah. he's realizing, like, if we start a war now, like, this, anything he does to aggravate the humans could become what is the end of the world he's like he's really really starting to grasp this now yeah so yeah basically blast him with a fire hose and then uh, they escape and run off to ape village the beginnings of ape city and the the governor's assistant yeah uh says something like wait 
they they can speak, so they might be peaceful. We just chased after them with guns, and they ran off. And mm-hmm. the governor is like, whatever. I've decided we're going to take them all out and, you know, we'll attack yep. their village. Send some scouts out to track them down to wherever they're living at. It can't be too far away. They were only, they only had a, I don't know, a ham sandwich and a gun with them. They couldn't be <laughs> too far away. Yeah, uh, the uh, the lady supervillain, uh, Verona or something. The lady. Oh, yeah. The She's l- the one the who's sister. like, they don't yeah. have any supplies with them, so they must be close. And so we go back to a village mm-hmm. and then like it shows Cornelius and he has like, he pulls like a fucking Jefferson's like, like having a heart attack, like, ah, <laughs> and falls over. That's all you see. And then a couple seconds later, you see one of the kids like hiding behind a tree or whatever with like the gun fingers. Yeah. And it's like, Cornelius. oh, okay. He wasn't playing Jefferson's. He they was were play- playing war. <laughs> they were playing war. And of course the, uh, the mom Lisa is like having no part of it. Like, oh, I don't oh, want you playing shit, that game. What's wrong with you little Cornelius? Yeah, it's like, we were just playing war, mother. I told you not to play with guns. Also, why can't you just play peace? <laughs> play peace. <laughs> just remember, mothers, every time you tell your boys not to play fight, to go play play nice, they're just going to go thap it. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so humans uh, wearing ski goggles follow them back to the ape village. To be fair, I do <laughs> like that they're completely covered because they haven't been out from underground yeah, in 12 years. Yeah. So they need to protect themselves. They are not used to the light. That's true. They don't have the aviator sunglasses back then, so they can't, you know. Ow! That's, that's bow, the only bow. way they can look super cool. <laughs> uh, but uh, but Caesar basically holds counsel. Mm-hmm. Um, and he basically says, all right, I've gone to the city. The fr- what? You've gone to the Forbidden what? City? Yeah. I don't deserve proof. <laughs> and Caesar's like, and there's, you know, mutated humans there. And, <laughs> and as I was saying, so we went there and uh, we found some still frames with the voiceover of my parents saying, what is happening? I'm sorry. Are you attending the Arsenio Hall show? What's going on here? All right, that's better. So we're going to attack the city now. <laughs> we must attack. And then uh, he, uh, Caesar calls for uh, some of the humans to come into council uh, mm-hmm. be- because, like, McDonald is the one that went with them. So he wants to, yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, this person was also there. This is what he saw. But, of course, Aldo loses his shit. No humans on council. No humans. And all the gorillas leave, who are basically the military force. So yeah. all that's left are the uh, the chimps and the orangutans. Yeah. And, like, four really scared-looking humans, who should be very scared. But, like, Cornelius points out a really good point. Like, if we're going to talk to the other humans, I brought along a human because they would probably trust him more. Yeah. So we should ha- include the humans in this discussion. Again, he's already planning this, like, oh, shit, we got to live alongside them, not just imprison them, because I want to avoid, you know, destroying the goddamn Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdo. I know. Uh, but, yeah, the, uh, the mutated humans, uh, they basically decide they're they're going to attack the village. Mm-hmm. Now they know where it's at and the scouts are coming. We must burn out. Ape City. And, yeah, there, there's a whole bunch of things where, like, Lisa's talking to Caesar and is basically like, well, she, what do she, we need to do? And she says the same thing, essentially, that the, the general to the, the mutants says, too. She goes, like, 
uh, so do you think you can reason with them? And Caesar's like, I don't know if they come here, we may just have to kill them. And she's like, well, but you were, you just ran into their territory. You didn't ask them. Well, they shot at us. Well, you were carrying guns. Yeah. And so like, I don't, I, I liked that both sides had that voice of reason. Who's like, no, maybe we can talk this out. Yeah. They say Lisa was definitely having a point. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and and what, that's where we get the, I don't want to have to remember my husband. I want to love him now. Oh, and the best part about that whole scene, like, that's going on drama. And then in the background, Cornelius is stealing wine to give to his pet squirrel. <laughs> He's which, totally stealing wine for his which, squirrel. Which, by the way, I have written down his squirrel's name is Ricky. Ricky the squirrel! So, yeah. So, later that night, Ricky escapes from his <gasps> cage. No, Ricky! Um, and Cornelius sees it. So he chases after him, mm-hmm. uh, you know, goes down, blah, 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 goes into the forest a little bit. And then he stumbles upon a little fire circle where, where General Aldo and his uh, gorillas are talking. And Aldo's basically just like, ah, first we kill the humans, uh, and then we kill Caesar and take over. <gasps> Ain't no kill ape. Well, I, I say the other girls are like, wait, what? But Ape, ape no kill ape. Uh, it's the only way we can do it. But if we kill Ape, then Ape will have killed Ape, and Ape no kill Ape. What was that? <gasps> oh, 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 oh. Cornelius is up in the tree. He's heard oh, everything. Oh, 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 oh. Get him, get him, get him. I'm just going to climb up this tree with my knife and uh, put him to bed. Okay. Oh, oh. Why Why are you cutting the tree down? You go sleep now. No, and the, there for he cuts the branch down, which... Which causes Cornelius to fall... And apparently knocks him the fuck out. And all the other apes are just staring at Aldo. And he's basically like, none of you fucking say a word. <laughs> Don't say a fucking word. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, the, yeah, I think like right around that. So like they hear Lisa coming or something like yelling, so like, Cornelius. Lisa, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, because. Scatter. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah uh, Lisa and, and Caesar go to be just like, check on their baby before they go to bed. Oh, he's not in bed. Oh. The squirrel's missing. Huh. Oh, no, sorry. They haven't noticed the squirrel's missing. Oh, okay. So they're, Cornelius, where are you? Come back here, you little son of a bitch. Oh, shit. That makes me the bitch. Cornelius! <laughs> yeah, so the, the other guys here, they, they just scatter away, leaving Cornelius's corpse there for him to mm-hmm. find. Cornelius! Uh, so, hashtag child murder. No. He's not murdered yet. Yeah, he's not murdered. Yet. Yet. Uh, so take him back to town. Um, and MacDonald went with him, like, looking for him, mm-hmm. and he saw the, like, tree branch that, that it was, like, cut, mm-hmm. and he's like, He's the mm. first one who notices that the branch has been cut, and then when they get back, um, Virgil, Virgil's like, I see that Ricky's cage is open, he must have gone looking for his little squirrel. So they're starting to put together what happened. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, so, so they're, yeah, they're so, trying so, like, to nurse him back to health. Yeah. yeah and but the, and he's the... not awake. He's basically brain dead. Yeah. Every once in a while he wakes up and says pointless gibberish, blah, blah, blah. Um, well, he keeps saying, uh, they hurt me. Yeah. And so everybody's just assuming it was humans. So now they got to round up all the humans. And Aldo is taking this as an excuse to be like, humans bad, ape good, round up humans, murder humans. Yeah. And also that that mor- next morning, uh, one of the scout teams um, of uh, this, the scouting gorillas... Uh, they see the humans are coming, and they're like in tanks and like on horseback and, sc- and stuff like and that. And in school buses. In school buses too, yeah. 
Um, and one of the scouts like takes out a human, but then the tank turns around oh, and fires shit. at him and blasts both of them. <laughs> that is that is a surprisingly dark scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of the ape scouts get is killed, and the other one's injured, but the other runs one's back just to the lit village. on fire for a while. Yeah, <laughs> before he limps back to the village. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of that. Um, but yeah, basically the scout makes it back to the house. Uh, Aldo kind of takes over and is basically like, look. Um, I'm taking over now. Uh, Caesar's just hanging. Caesar's a puss. <laughs> yeah, he's hanging out next to his dying son. What a bitch! I'm, I'm running shit now. Put the humans in a cage and get ready for war because we're gonna take it to the humans. And then the scout comes back and he's basically like, "Actually, the humans are almost here." Oh, all right, grab a shit. Let's go to the forest. <laughs> And so, like, all the gorillas, like, load up on guns. guns. Like, they Everybody take over the does. armory. They, right, they, and... Yeah, the, so the gorillas break into the armory, knock out the old ma- old old chimp, and get all the guns. But everybody has to jump in, because they realize the humans are on their way on the attack. So yeah. everybody's in on it. I think the orangutans are, like, second, and the chimps kind of follow last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so they, they, like, build up this, this wall. Well, I guess, eventually Caesar does come down. And here's the humans are attacking and he's like oh shit we need to fortify uh we need to build a wall in front of our city <laughs> yeah so so they fortify the barricades in front of the village um and it, somebody even mentioned like where, where's waldo like i don't know his bitch ass ran off kind of a thing um and so the humans attack and there's just explosions and more explosions and apes are taken out and humans are taken out and it's actually a pretty cool little battle scene good action scene yeah um, but eventually, uh, the apes have to fall back to the village and, you know, there's more cannon fire from the tanks and stuff and blowing up houses and oh, all kinds of shit. Um, and then the humans pull in and basically like everybody's lying on the ground. Like they, they all are dead. Nobody like nobody's twitching and the governor like, you know, sees Caesar who's like kind of, you just like, uh, uh like, like limping he, away. Yeah. Yeah. And the governor like gives this whole. You know, oh, bad guy speech. Right before this little Cornelius passes away, too. So yeah, that's why yeah, yeah. Cor- uh, Caesar isn't, like, on the front lines of the battle, because he's, like, hanging out with his dead son. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah, sorry, yeah, Cornelius dies, and so Caesar comes out, and he's he's angry, and he finds out the humans are coming, and he, he wants to talk to Aldo, but Aldo's gone, that's why he was asking where Aldo was. But yeah, the governor's like uh, really just ribbing it to Caesar. Like, I'm going to shoot you, but first you're going to hear why I'm going to shoot you. And blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, just shoot. <laughs> and then uh, and then Lisa jumps up and she's like, no, Cope, no. And, and the governor turns like, wait, what the fuck? And then Caesar attacks and then he says, no, fight like apes. And all the corpses <laughs> jump up and start attacking. And ah, and then and then the nets come out again. No! Ah, and Caesar says, yeah, no killing, no killing. Just chase them off, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Take they, as many prisoners as possible. Yeah, exactly. And and so the humans, like, they, they get their shit and they retreat. And then, so they, like, retreat through this little valley, like, you know, that they came in on. And then that's when Aldo and all the gorillas attack from the sides and have them... Take no prisoners! Yeah, and they fucking destroy them all. Yeah, they do. And then then so, like, Caesar and everybody's back in the village, and they're like, all right, that worked out pretty well. Half of our town died, but we'll rebuild, we'll be fine. The humans know what they're messing with, you know. We've shown we can can take care of them, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) We'll, uh... 
We'll we'll talk to them a little later when they've had time to cool down and we'll negotiate a truce or something like you that. You know what? While we're here, let's free our friend humans who yeah. are, are pet humans. Yeah, yeah, they can help us Go rebuild ahead and open and that gate. Too, and... and then we hear Aldo, do not free those humans. Murder those humans. All humans are bad. Yeah, Aldo's come back and they don't even know that they've killed all the other humans Mm-mm. that were running away. That's the weirdest part. Uh, but yeah, let humans go and like, no! No, we, we keep our slaves and blah, blah, blah. This is where it comes out. So uh, Aldo's like, we're going to murder all those humans in that corral right now. And then any other humans that come in are going to have to be our slaves or be murdered. And Caesar's like, no, we have to live alongside them in peace or else apes are going to destroy the world. Like, my parents were from the future. I know this. And Aldo's like, you're full of shit. And then one of Aldo's... Um, Aldo's second commands, who's really uncomfortable with this whole situation, is like, so you know Aldo's the one who killed Cornelius, right? I thought it was McDonald. Well, McDonald yeah, says, like, McDonald the, 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 the branch, branch was cut, was cut yeah. it, what didn't break, and then one of the other ones goes, it was Aldo who killed Cornelius. It was Virgil. It was Virgil that said, like, like yeah, it looks like it was cut by somebody, but who would have been able to do it? Ah, it's my suspicion. Had to have been someone with a sword. Yeah. And, and then, yeah, basically, every, all, well, basically all the gorillas, like, turned Aldo in. Yeah. Aldo and did then, it. Aldo. Aldo. And then, uh, and then that's when... Ape does not kill... Or, ape killed ape. Ape killed ape. Killed ape. ape. And, ape and Caesar's like, ape. you killed my child. Ape killed ape. Ape killed and, ape. and Aldo's, like, backing up and climbing ape. a tree. And ape Caesar's basically ape. climbing right up ape behind him ape. with a knife. Ape killed ape. They're getting higher. No, Caesar uh, Caesar didn't have the knife. It was Aldo who pulls the knife when they get up to the highest branch. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, so they get to the uh, trees and Aldo pulls a knife. And then basically, like, they're about to fight and Caesar's kind of like, whatever, bro. And then Aldo, like, slips or something and falls from, like, 40 Ah! feet up. So gravity killed Aldo. Mm Mm-hmm. Caesar didn't have to do it. That's where we. Oh, that's right. We get the the line from uh, McDonald or whoever. It's like, what's going on with them? Like, I think they're joining the human race. Where they're real- um, it was uh, yeah. One of the blonde guys in the camp as they're letting the humans out goes. So what happened? Or uh, so what's going to happen now? And then it's like, I think they just joined the human race. Yeah, uh, great stuff. But uh, so yeah. So after Aldo falls to his death, um, Caesar comes back down. Um, basically the humans are set free and they're free, free, free as equals now too. They're no longer slaves. Um, and then we cut to 600 years later and the lawgiver is given his speech or given his history lesson to, we find out it's children, but it's human children and ape children living together. And the one ape pulls the little girl's hair and, and she dick slaps him. Yep. <laughs> and so it's like, Oh, Hey, they're living together. And then you see in the background, there's a statue of Caesar and it zooms in on it. And then the statue cries a single tear. And Steve's eyes rolled his fucking head so hard he hyperextended him. Steve still is wearing two eye patches. <laughs> it, that statue went full Indian on the side of the freeway. Yes, it did. And I was like, oh, all right. Rule credits. Mm-hmm. Battle for the Planet of the Apes. So, Steve, do you think that Caesar was able to change the course of the original history? Yes and no, because the timeline was definitely different compared mm-hmm. to what uh, Cornelius and Zero were talking about. But and it was, and it, yeah, and it was Caesar who was the one who read the uprising, not Aldo. That's right. 
So does that change the course of the history? I don't know. I guess we'll find out in the next planet. Oh, wait, there's no more. <laughs> See, now it's, it would be interesting to watch the new ones. The new ones. Like the the reboot, the most recent the, reboot. The Rise, Dawn, and War mm-hmm. in Planet of the Apes. I mean, they're they're great flicks, but it's a completely different, different timeline. story and timeline and everything. <laughs> yeah, there's no time travel in that one, as far what? as I can tell. <laughs> uh, but babe. Would you recommend Battle for the Planet of the Apes? Absolutely. 100%. I'm so into this franchise. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a lot better. I, I figured by Battle of the Planet of the Apes, it was like, oh, okay, it's the fifth one in the series. They're going to, it's going to be ridiculous. But it was actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. The one that makes this one different from all the others is how not dark the ending is. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, this is definitely the happiest ending of any of the five Planet the of the Apes movies. The war movie is the happiest yeah. ape movie. Well, I don't know. The crying statue is kind of stupid, but, but it's super cheesy and uplifting in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. How about you, Steve? Do you recommend it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if, especially if you made it this far in the series. Yeah, why not? All right. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back... We have fun facts, <gasps> more beer, what? and what we learn from Battle of the Planet of the Apes. Hi, this is Dana Gould, and you're listening to everything I learned from movies on your radio, phone, computer, television, or record player. We're happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. Listen to me. Please listen. If you don't, if you won't, if you fail to understand, then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you! Are you ready to enter the sci-fi double feature drive-in? Every month we hold a special double feature with a very interesting theme thought up by your host, the conspiracy-loving Elisa, and yours truly, Jarrett the Kaiju Man Wegelin. We discuss giant monsters, little monsters, genetic abominations, robots gone awry, aliens coming to Earth, cryptids, and anything in between. So join us at the sci-fi double feature drive-in podcast every first and third Thursday of the month. And don't forget to stop by our snack bar first hey everybody this is jason and jeff and blake we're the history of bad ideas podcast and if you like hearing uh geeks talk about fisto from he-man or zombies or dragons or zombie dragons i was given copy to read but it's a piece of crap so if you just like any geek or any fun stuff just listen we drop every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Tangent Bound Network, or WeBeGeeksPC.com. Oh, God, I'm out of here. And remember to wear a coat. Hey, everyone. Brian Thomas here from the former The Batman vs. James Bond show and the upcoming The Night Cave show. Do you like noir, black and white, gritty murder mysteries? Do you like crime stories or even pulp comics? Then you're going to love Nick Palatichuk's debut graphic novel entitled The Greenway. It's 1968, and Butch Schultz, a black market merchant, finds that his friend has been murdered in a mansion in St. Paul. Now he is out looking for who did it, while the city's best detectives are on the case. Nick's graphic novel is already getting rave reviews, let me tell you. Zero Supervision Comics Podcast says, a dark, intriguing story that makes you want to know more. The Glenn Thinks Stuff Podcast says, it's explosive, captivating, and alluring. And actor Kyle Hester from The Chair, Zombie with a Shotgun, and Preacher Six says, can't wait for this book. You got to get on this. Order your copy today at Indie Planet, A New World of Comics. That's www.indieplanet.com. 
Hard copies and digital copies are available, and now digital copies are only $5. That's where I said it, just $5. So make sure you order yours today. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it. So you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. Yeah, no big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking. You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. Hi, this is Johnny T. McGinley, and you're listening to Everything I Learned From Movies. All the best. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Right? They keep getting better every week somehow. How is that possible? I have no idea. Uh, but you know what, babe? I'm a little parched. Oh, are you now? I am. Well, that's a shame. We have nothing but salt and bread. Damn it. I mean, we actually have a beer from Benoit Casper Brewing! Oh shit, that's like a million <laughs> times better! <laughs> Yes, we have a growler of Pills for Reals, a 5.3% Pilsner. Now see, with this Pills for Reals, all we need is a little bit of a Real Feels podcast, and then we're all set. Pills for Reals feels. (laughs) All right, I'm going to pop my top. Oh, Oh, shit, shit. my top. The top is juicy. (laughs) Oh, God, my knee is so cold right now. That is so cold. All right, well, here, dump some off in here. God damn, how did he get more beer than this thing can physically hold? I, I don't know. Alright, we're gonna pour. Uh, that's good. Alright. Ooh, it's a nice light straw color. Yeah. Uh, of course, colored. large foamy white head. Just like a Pilsner should have? Indeed. Yeah, light, very light hop aroma. He's going in for the sip. He's swirling it around. Actually, that was mostly head, just trying to get down to it. (laughs) Steve's just going to suck some head, and I'm going to wipe the stuff from my knee. So excuse the squishy noises. Yeah, that's a pretty nice little pills. A little hoppier than uh, most, like, uh, light lagers and stuff. You would kind of expect a a beer of this color to be. But yeah, pretty full-bodied. Yeah, full body. It's got a little bit of green apple, which I actually find super enjoyable and would be appropriate for this style. But if you're green apple sensitive, just something to know. Yeah, I like this beer. I'm going to drink the rest of this growler beer. Yeah, I like that idea. (coughs) So, babe. Yeah? Do we have some fun facts or super fun facts? Because they're fun, fun facts. As a matter of fact, we do. Damn. No, I mean, yay! (laughs) (laughs) All right, babe. Yeah? $1.8 million budget. Oh, the fifth shit. in the series. Hmm. How much money do you think it grossed? Nine million. Eight point eight million. Oh shit! I was thinking eight, and then I went nine because right. I was like, I've been bidding too low. It's because you're amazing at this game. Eh. This is also the uh, film debut of an actress named Colleen Camp. Who's she, Steve? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, she played the role of Julie, uh, Lisa's servant, when uh, they were taking care of Cornelius. Oh yeah, and the stuff. blonde. Yeah. She actually may be a future interview with us because <gasps> I've been in contact with her trying to find out when uh, we can arrange for the interview. <gasps> oh, 
shit. Uh, you may also know her from the Police Academy series as uh, the Mrs. Tackleberry <gasps> in number three yeah! and four. And uh, I think she debuted in number two. Uh, she's also in Clue. She's the um, the French maid. <gasps> yes. Uh, in Wayne's World, she's the wife of the arcade owner guy, played by Brian Doyle Murray. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Colleen Camp. Yeah. Film debut in Battle for the Planet of the Apes. Whoop, whoop. Uh, also in this movie, as Jake's friend, John Landis. What? Wait, is he still alive? He is... At the time of this recording, still alive, and apparently good friends and neighbors of uh, one Mr. Dana Gould, friend of our podcast. Where could people find out about that? Uh, uh, About his being alive? I don't understand what your question is. About us talking to Dana Gould about whether he's alive or not. Well, if you listen to our second interview (laughs) with uh, Mr. Dana Gould, when we were talking about um, an American werewolf in London, uh, you'll find out I'm an idiot and thought John Landis was dead. You believed the internet, and that was your first mistake. Yeah. Uh, speaking of dead, Roddy McDowell and Natalie Trendy are the only cast members to appear in four of the five original Planet of the Apes movies. <clears throat> McDowell appeared in all except the first sequel, uh, unless you would count the flashback at the beginning. Oh, and uh, Natalie Trendy did not appear in the original Planet of the Apes, but appeared in all four sequels. Uh, McDowell also starred in the TV series. Oh, shit. Yeah, we have to check that out. Or not, I don't know. No, we'll let's do it, let's do it. Do, <laughs> it, do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> Coming to Patreon now. Uh, uh, the scenes of Ape City were filmed at the Fox Ranch, which is now Malibu State Park. Oh, shit. Oh, this one's actually really fun. This is supposedly the movie that inspired Tony Mendez to create the Operation Argo during the Iran host- uh, hostage crisis from 1979 to 1981. In which he traveled Iran in disguise as a movie producer and had the hostages disguised as a film crew in order to flee the country. Oh, shit. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, The group of kids in the end uh, was to have included a hybrid ape-human kid. Again, this is the running theme with this series. Yes, uh, it is. Symbolizing the two two species coexisting in peace. A makeup test was made and the idea was removed due to the obvious implications of bestiality <laughs> you know what i don't know why everybody's getting so uptight about that with all the other weird shit that's happening right? in these movies <laughs> like that's the thing that's hanging people up it's true. the real question is do you have a lady a human lady impregnated by an ape husband or an ape lady impregnated by a human husband yes that's which, u- well, that's which one is which one's less creepy i mean lady fucking an ape or a man fucking an ape I mean, for me personally, or is that what we're asking? <laughs> Which one creeps you out the least? Which one would be the hottest? I mean, ape dude and human female. I mean, that's the one I'd rather watch. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't know if that's what you're asking, but that's what yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yes, Steve. Which one would you rather watch on screen? Because <laughs> that's the only way, babe. Besides that wonderful image, what uh, <laughs> what did we learn from Battle of the Planet of the Apes? That ape does kill ape. <gasps> it's true. What did you learn, Steve? I learned that in the future, when the, all the dogs and cats are thankfully taken from this earth, <laughs> we'll still have pets, but they'll be horrible rabbit-ass squirrels. Named Ricky! <laughs> Named Ricky the Flying Squirrel. Ricky the Squirrel! Um, I also learned you just can't beat a good net. 
No, that, that's the ultimate weapon, Steve. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like the towel in the Hitchhiker series. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I also learned time is like an infinite motor lane. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Mm. <laughs> Too much? Right. I learned that statues cry. Ugh. <laughs> Everything in the movie was like, all right, this is pretty cool. This is pretty cool. That what happened. I'm like, uh, uh. It was very deep, I'm sure, at the time they wrote that I'm in sure the script. I'm sure it was. But, yeah. Yeah. I'll allow it. But. Yeah. It's cheesy. Yeah, after how great the entire series was. And then on that note, I'm like, I'm glad you're going to TV after this. <laughs> <laughs> Next month. The TV show! Babe, have we decided how we're going to give away our wonderful prize for this month? Oh, snap. I don't know. Have we, Steve? We really haven't. We really should talk yeah. about that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Let's say you wanted to win a signed copy of Dana Gould's latest graphic novel with the help of uh, with artist Chad Lewis based on the original screenplay for the first Planet of the Apes movies written by Twilight Zone's own Rod Serling. Wait, what? So this is a graphic novel? Yes, yes, I realized that was a lot. There's a graphic novel that just came out called what? Planet of the Apes Visionaries <gasps> based upon Rod Serling's original story for the original Planet of the Apes movie. Yeah! And then rewritten by Dana Gould, <gasps> friend of the podcast and legendary yeah. comedian. And graphic art designed by the Chad Lewis of <gasps> Avengers Origins, you might know. Oh, shit. And it was signed by Mr. Gould. <gasps> Himself? Yep. And we have a copy that we're giving away to a lucky winner. Why would we do that, Steve? I don't know. Is it because we already have our own signed copy? It is. Okay. And that one has our names in it and everything. Yes, it Oh, in fact, God. Mr. Gold himself asked if it should be to just Izzy or to Izzy and Steve. And I said Izzy and Steve. <laughs> That's exactly how life. it went down, too. <laughs> that is exactly how it's it like, went down. Like, no, no, just Steve. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just Izzy. <laughs> Izzy and wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Which of my wives is it going to go to? <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, dudes, you can get a copy of this. And by the way, Steve, how was this graphic novel? fucking fantastic it's fucking fantastic it really right? is. The, the art's good the story yeah. the story I, is dark yeah the story is dark <laughs> and you can see elements of the story in like the second some one. of the sequels and stuff yeah, too or they like, definitely like escape and yeah it's it's pretty cool but alas if you would like your own signed copy <gasps> join us at patreon at patreon.com slash eilf movies that's everything i learned from movies and for every dollar you donate uh which by the way $10 a month gets you pretty much up in there. Um, every dollar donated gets you uh, an entry into the raffle. And we're going to raffle it off at the end of January. Yeah, we are. So get in there before... Fe uh, I'll say January 29th because you got to be in there before February 1st because we're doing it like February 1st. Should we like Facebook Live or Instagram Live or something or raffle? Uh, yeah, we'll you know what? talk about that in the future? Yeah, we'll probably do all of them. So you know what? Just so to be safe. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at EILF Movies. That's everything I, I learned from movies. movies. Um, and you'll see that video on there. And who knows? Maybe you'll be taken home. Planet, Planet of the Apes Visionaries. It's so good, guys. You want it. You want it so bad. So wait, are you telling me that people have to buy our love? Uh, yeah. No, they don't yeah, have they to do. buy our love? 
But if they want a shot at this graphic novel, I mean, shit ain't free. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. By the way, guys, people who uh, are Patreons get a shit ton of free stuff. Yeah, that's the best all part. The time. Yeah, you get early access to all of our episodes. You get Patreon exclusive episodes starting this month. Like. Mm-hmm. Like last year, we were kind of doing like, oh yeah, it's on there for like three or four days, so you can get it real quick, and then it's behind the wall. Now they're going to be like behind the wall from the beginning now because we're gonna have some special episodes. You want bonus content? You know you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah we, we also, also have, like, like physically mail you stuff. Like oh, a yeah. bunch of people got some limited edition everything I learned from movie stickers, not available for sale for sale in stores or online. I made incredible art for everybody <gasps> for Christmas. Art. You want to check it out? You hashtag castaways. You can see a bunch of them <laughs> that uh, that were sent out, and I may draw like a third grader, but I draw it from the heart. It's true. It was personalized based on things from their episodes or episodes they were on with us or all of the above. Indeed. Or just things from their lives. Yeah. And we also give out like buttons and stuff all the time. Yeah, we do. Bottle openers, all kinds of cool shit. We're Um, pretty fucking rad. We really are. Why are we so rad, Steve? Fuck, I don't know. Have we been drinking? We're suckers. (laughs) We we do a lot of weird mailings when we're drunk. (laughs) Drunk! postage purchases <laughs> yeah, so take advantage of that go to patreon.com slash elf movies um and I'm have on- you ever dropped 50 dollars on postage in one night we have <laughs> yeah we did jesus <laughs> fucking canada <laughs> uh, also if you're looking for incredible gifts for uh this time of year maybe a romantic piece of art for a loved one for valentine's day what? you can go to untidyvenus.etsy.com that's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping .etsy.com. I heard the girl who runs that shop is a bitch. Yeah, but she has incredible art, though. <laughs> it's true. Also, at the time of this release, uh, there should be available either as pre-orders or as a physical item, our lovely logo, the dinosaur from everything I learned from new movies, available. The drinking dinosaur, I apologize. He's a drinking dinosaur. Available as an enamel pin. Indeed. With glow-in-the-dark bones. Glow-in-the-goddamn-dark. Yeah. And if you want more of our uh, our idiotic ramblings, uh, we were just on Matinee Heroes talking Woo! about Starship Troopers. Fucking Manatee fantastic Heroes! movie. <laughs> uh, we were also on Besotted Geek talking about Robocop 2. Yeah, and, we were. And I'm just going to say this with all modesty, probably their greatest episode of all time. Oh, obviously. I don't know. The Robocop 3 one they did with two dudes is pretty good too, but we're definitely up there with them. Uh, for the one that was... Uh... Stork and Peacock, and then another fellow couple. I think it's the best one. Absolutely. It's the best couples podcast they've ever done. Yeah, absolutely. Hands down. Why, why are you doing that? I'm not doing it on purpose. <laughs> My shoe is slipping because I spilled beer I'm on the like floor. like moving your foot like this and stuff. It's... I'm not. I'm trying to keep my foot still and it's slipping on the wet floor. Right. Until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. What is Steve and I'm here to say? <laughs> <laughs>